you can now support me financially with a small monthly donation. If you do, I pledge to use your money to buy yarn and coffee. Follow the link in my Instagram bio or in this episode's description to learn more. Thank you and enjoy today's episode. Welcome to Crochet and Your Medical History. I'm Maria, here to crochet and talk about medical history. First of all, it is just the dang middle of the day, so my roommates are here and just like making noise upstairs as one does when they are home. So my apologies, I didn't want to wait for it to be quiet, so we're just gonna roll with it. I am still, once again, crocheting. This, um, bluish, tannish mixture sweater. This is now the second piece. I think this is the front piece. We got the back piece done. Working on the front piece. Then we just need some sleeves and to sew it all together. So that's exciting. Um, I'm gonna try to crochet in a way that you can, like, see today if you're on YouTube, which... If you're not on YouTube, you should go watch me on YouTube at Maria Makes Mates. So go find that. And you can watch me crochet because I'm going to actually crochet in a way that you can see. Maybe. We'll see if that happens. Anyway, um. Let's get into it. So today we are talking about sleep apnea. And sleep apnea occurs when the upper airway intermittently closes during sleep, causing cessation of breathing that leads to hypoxia or lack of oxygen. Sleep apnea was not coined as such until 1965, but the condition is cited as early as the 1800s. Charles Dickens' The Pickwick Papers describes an obese man named Joe who exhibits symptoms of sleep apnea, including excessive sleepiness. Because of this, the similar symptoms of both sleep apnea and obesity hypoventilation syndrome were coined Pickwickian syndrome. So, once sleep apnea was discovered and named as its own condition, research began in dogs with the condition. These dogs were treated with a tracheostomy, which was an incision through their throat and trachea to allow airflow to bypass the obstructed area of the upper airway. This treatment was then used in humans and was the main treatment option for sleep apnea for the next 10 years. A non-invasive treatment option for sleep apnea was not discovered until 1981, when continuous positive airway pressure, or CPAP, treatment was used through a nasal mask during sleep. This concept is now the most common treatment for sleep apnea. Other treatment options include, include bi-level positive airway pressure machines, or BiPAPs, or BPAPs, adapto-servo ventilation machines, or ASVs, upper airway stimulation devices, myofunctional therapy, or, last case scenario, surgery. Unfortunately, the prevalence of sleep apnea is increasing with its connection to obesity and cardiovascular health, 
and it is now considered a major health condition that affects almost one-fourth of males and one-tenth of females. Prolonged hypoxia is a medical emergency, as it can cause brain death within 10 minutes. Hypoxia due to sleep apnea is significantly less fatal, but untreated sleep apnea leads to inflammation and general damage to the body. Causes of sleep apnea can be structural, such as enlarged tonsils or uvula, or neurological, where the brain does not send breathing signals to the body. Symptoms of sleep apnea include snoring, gasping for air during sleep, waking with a dry mouth, morning headaches, insomnia, excessive daytime sleepiness, trouble concentrating, and irritability. That was the end of the research, actually. How far are we in? Like five minutes? Yeah. Um, thank you, Sam, for choosing this topic. There really has not a lot out there. You know, there's more stuff, but not fitting for us right here, right now. Um, but thank you to Ahmed Bahamam and the Annals of Saudi Medicine, Mayo Clinic, and EOS Sleep for their information on sleep apnea. And now it is time for interview with a real-life sick person. And today's real-life sick person was none other than my mom. What was your initial reaction when you were diagnosed? At first, I thought this was a meaningless diagnosis meant to placate people. As I researched, I found all the serious health problems that can arise from your body being in fight-or-flight mode multiple times a night when your airway is restricted. What are your top survival strategies for your condition? 1. Finding a mask that fits comfortably enough that I'm not aware of it. 2. Finding a way to drape the hose so that it doesn't pull when I roll over. And 3. I replace my equipment when it's no longer allowing me good sleep, not when the calendar says to. That saves money and frees me from having to keep track of dates and insurance allowances. What is the best thing to come from your condition? Improved sleep. What do you wish the general public knew about your condition? Snoring and other indicators of airway obstruction need attention to protect your long-term health. If you don't want a CPAP, there are other options to consider. Are there any groups or organizations related to your condition that you want to plug? Not that I'm aware of. So thank you to my mom for being today's real-life sick person. If you out there listeners want to learn about a condition or if you have a condition that you would be willing to talk about with me, let me know. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Maria Makes Makes. You can comment if you are on YouTube. Send me a DM on Instagram, comment on a post there. Just let me know. I'm always looking for topic suggestions and now for people to talk to about different topics um so yes hit me up maria makes makes on instagram i also now can be found on ribbler at maria makes makes if you see my little he's a totoro but he's called chunky woodland troll because i'm scared of being sued 
So you can find the pattern for little chunky woodland troll Totoro up there. He is so cute. He is my first original pattern. And he honestly turned out so well. Um, very happy about that. Go find him if you would like to, because I love him. And it would support me. And that's very cool. So, go do that. With that, big shout out and thank you to my testers. You were very helpful, helping me fine-tune the pattern and get some extra pictures to put with the pattern. Um, I don't know if any of you listen, but thank you if you do. Much, much obliged. Much thanks to you. Let's see. I've been crocheting a bit more. I'm actually working on a non-podcast video to post on YouTube sometime. I mentioned the flower bucket hat that I am making for my sister-in-law. And I thought I would make a video out of that as good incentive to actually do it and like get it done so that I can have it when she's here done for her and ready to go so that will be a video I just realized how the sun is like shining through the split in the curtains and like weird on my face sorry about that if that's bothering you because it's not bothering me oh well it's too late to do anything I am still posting every Monday, posting on YouTube, old audio-only episodes of Crocheting Through Medical History. So if you want to listen to those, but don't have Spotify or Amazon Music or any of those platforms, you can listen here on YouTube, I guess. Um, and yes, that bucket hat video will be out. Hopefully within the next few weeks. I do have some exciting new real-life job opportunities that are opening up to me. So, I very much enjoy this. Um, both podcasting and now YouTubing. Very fun. Hope to keep at it. May need to drop off a little bit, but, you know, all of this may need to take backseat. However, I do very much enjoy it. So I'm going to keep doing it as much as I can. Um, while I'm in the process of brainstorming non-podcast video ideas, let me know if you have any video ideas you would like me to add to a mental list that I could do. Mr. Chunky Woodland Troll Totoro Boy, I will link his pattern in the description of this episode. You should go check him out. He's real fun. Real cute. Should I go get him down? Hold on. Sorry, audio only people. This isn't for you. Here's my little friend. He's very cute. He's got a little, little tail there. I just love him so much. Look at him. Look at how cute. Okay. Um, I love him. If you are listening to this, you should go over to YouTube and take a look, because he is the cutest. He is really cute, though, so you should definitely, you should definitely go look at him, because I'm so proud of him. 
Sorry for that ASMR. I hate ASMR. So, so sorry that I just did that. Um, that is about it for today. Now that this guy is released, I will probably be working on releasing the spot the dog pattern. have some things I need to work out with that. I don't want to use testers. I just, I think I made good enough notes to just release it. So we will see if I can get that settled out. Maybe. Yes, everyone, have a wonderful week. Stay safe. There's been a bunch of storms and tornadoes around me this week. So I hope you are staying safe and that you are staying healthy. And I will see See you next week. Bye.